0: What is the Braves' biggest weakness going into 2023? You know, when you've won the division five years in a row, you get a lot of benefit of the doubt because you've done that. So when I look at, for instance, defense, yes, we have Dansby Swanson gone from the team, right? That's a big blow defensively. But with Michael Harris and a healthy Ronnie, that's still a really good defensive outfield. Obviously, with Ozzie Albies, Matt Olson should be better defensively. And we have the arguably the best one or two defensive catchers in the game. And then, oh, yeah, Max Fried's a gold-glove you know, pitcher. Not, not only is he the best left-hander in baseball, but he's a gold-glove pitcher. So eh, I don't think defense is, you know, and Riley is certainly one of the better defensive third basemen. So I don't think it's that. How about depth of our lineup? No, I still like Murphy, Darno, Olsen, Ozzy, Riley, Vaughn Grissom, you know, Ronnie, Michael Harris. Still don't think it's that. I don't mind our starting pitching. Kyle Wright was a 20 game winner. Max Fried's the best left hander in baseball. I mean, if we're starting to talk about fourth or fifth pitchers, okay. Give me Freed, Wright, and Strider in a series, and I'll feel pretty good about all that. Bullpen is really good. The only two things that I can kind of point my finger at is some of their bench depth. No more Contreras, no more Adam Duvall, not even Robbie Grossman uh, on this team, who actually did some good things, All you know, a couple, couple games that he helped win. So Maybe bench depth, but I think the biggest weakness for the Braves is just the division itself. And while I understand that we've won that division five years in a row, you know, the Mets have certainly gotten better. The Phillies have certainly gotten better. Now, Washington's a disaster. The Marlins are a disaster. I don't even count them. But you have to, on paper... You have to say that the Mets and Phillies both got better, and obviously the Phillies were in the World Series last year. So other than that, I don't really have a lot of fear about anything. Will the Braves win 101 games? No, I don't think that they will just because I think the competition in the division is better, but that still doesn't mean that they will win 83 games or 84 games. I still think that the Braves are the division favorites. I still think that when you look at this division, the Braves still stand above the other teams in it because they get the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, the Phillies were 14 games back. Can the Phillies be better than 14 games back of the division? Yeah, I think that they can. So there alone makes the division better. Forget the Marlins and forget Miami and all that good kind of stuff with it. But I I really believe that the division will be better, and I think it's a very tough division. Maybe not the best division in baseball. I certainly look at that that West that's really top-heavy with the Dodgers and the Padres, and I think they're going to be outstanding. I don't trust the Angels, but I certainly believe in Houston. Central's pretty decent. The East is decent. So I don't think that they are the toughest division in baseball, but they have three really good teams. And so when you look at it, should the division be probably closer? Yeah, probably probably should be closer than, you know, between first and third place having a 14-game margin between those teams. So your thoughts at 404-741-0929. That is our phone line to jump in. out in Atlanta. What's going on, Brian? Oh, not much, John. How are you? Good, buddy. Uh, initially, talking about the weakness of the Braves, obviously, the first thing that came to my mind was the bridge to get to Iglesias in the bullpen. But the more I think about it, I think it's the back end of the rotation. It's that three, four, five spot. I mean, you know, throughout the year, you're going to need eight, nine starters. But I, you got a 40-year-old who's going to be your number three, you have got Kyle Wright coming off an incredible year, already injured this season in in spring training, even though it's very mild. And then you got two unknowns with Ian Anderson and Soroka. So that that is what I think the weakness would be. And and that's nitpicking a little bit because this is a solid solid ball club. This is a club that's going to win 90 plus games uh, regardless of their starting rotation. But that that is the biggest weakness that I see. Yeah, and the good news, Brian, is that you know, and we talked with Grant McCauley about this last time I had him on the show. And, I, and I, don't, I don't want to necessarily frame it this way, but I can't think of a better way to say it. But the loser of that fifth spot in the rotation, whether it's Soroka or Anderson, you know, that's a pretty good weapon to have on hand. You know, if they start, you know, if either one of those guys starts in win at, and I, I have, and we'll talk to Grant about this. I, I have this sneaky feeling that... Sorok is going to be the guy that's sent down because they want to get him even stretched. Now, I know he talked about getting stretched out and he had a full season of, of off-season workout and, and all that good kind of stuff, but having tweaked the hamstring right before he, you know, as he was driving to Atlanta or before he got, or I uh, should say before he got to Florida, you know, kind of right before he left and all that, I, I just think that the tea leaves are saying That Soroka is going to be the guy that may start the year in Gwinnett just to make sure that he builds up his strength and his confidence and everything else before they bring him up. Whether that's because of injury or whatever it is, or if they need an additional starter, you know, they're not going to have a six man rotation, but you might, you know, have a guy that makes a, a few spot starts for him. I just think that that's the direction that they're going to go. So, if you look and look, everything's all about health, right? You know, but Wright, Morton, Freed, Strider, Anderson, Soroka—you know, this this is this is still a pretty good rotation. And even if everybody isn't healthy, there is some decent depth there. There, there is still some decent depth when you talk about having six guys available, even if Ian Anderson is not lights out, or even if Mike Soroka can't do a whole lot, those guys are good enough that if they can get you a couple few starts here, a couple few starts there, I still think it's a pretty good rotation. And I love Strider and Freed and Wright at the very top of all of that. You know, and look, What did Strider start uh, last year? Um, He pitched, um, Strider pitched, oh gosh, uh, 131 innings, okay? And he made 20 starts this past season, okay? So you figure, you figure that gets up closer to 30, okay? So Freed and Wright had 30 starts. Morton had 31 starts. So you probably figure that, Strider gets maybe eight or ten more starts than he had this year. So you factor that in, and now he's what? He's probably, you know, he's he's probably at that 180 inning mark. You know, right and freed were 180, 185 innings. He's probably at that 180 mark. So you get 50 more innings of starts out of. Spencer Strider, where he could be a 225 strikeout pitcher. Heck, I could I could tell you that he could lead the he could lead the National League in strikeouts when all is said and done, at 202 and 131 innings, right? And maybe that maybe that number comes down a little bit because he's going to start right out as a starting pitcher and not coming into relief. But 13.8 strikeouts per nine innings is a phenomenal number. But you probably figure that you get another 50 innings of starts, you know, with him. So, you know, and, and him starting off the year like this. So, that's why I say that when when you look at those top three guys, and, I, and I'm considering Strider, Morton, and or sorry, Strider, Freed, and Wright as my top three with Morton, Anderson, you know, whatever mix of guys, Soroka and all that, you know, Bryce Elder, whatever like that, you know, is – is that Nolan Ryan and Jerry Kuzman and Tom Seaver? No, but it doesn't have to be. When you start talking about, you know, and to your point, when you start talking about third, fourth, fifth starters, those guys have to be pretty solid, but they don't have to be lights out. You know, it's not the Orioles from the 70s that had four 20-game winners. And maybe Kyle Wright takes a little bit of a step back this year. Maybe he's not 21-5, but could – Kyle Wright still be a 17, 18 game winner in the league? Sure. And, and Freed, you know, Freed could still be a 14 to 18 game winner. And if you get Charlie Morton to just have maybe one last run in him, and he still, by the way, he still led the Braves in strikeouts with 205 in 172 innings. You could, you could stiff. You could cut down some of the walks and you could cut down uh, the home runs more than anything then, look, I, I don't have to have Charlie Morton be lights out. So, but I, I look at this thing, and like I said, maybe the bench, but there are very few flaws and weaknesses in this team. Obviously, having won the World Series a couple of years ago, and even with the losses that they've suffered, right, with, with, with um, Dansby Swanson, Freddie Freeman, you know they they have a deep enough core roster that they're still I think the favorites in the east now again philly the mets can those teams be you know mets and Braves tied for the division lead can they can the phillies be 14 games you know close you know within 14 games of those two teams sure. i hate the mets yeah yeah well well We'll get into all of that when we get into the regular season because we'll, we'll have plenty of nights where we can play the you know F the Mets song and all that good stuff. So we'll, we'll make sure that we play all of that. Uh, but the Braves had a winning record against the Mets and, and the Phillies and things like that. So um, while they may be better, you know, it's one of those things that until you can prove it to me, uh, un- until it's 162 games and all the dust has been settled and everything else shakes out, Until you can prove to me that the Mets or the Phillies can overtake Atlanta, everything's just on paper. It's easy to say, well, the Mets and Phillies are the best teams in the division on paper. Yeah, but when they play baseball, the Braves have been the best for five years in a row. When they actually play the games and they go under the lights, the Braves have been the best team in that division for five years in a row. So not many flaws and weaknesses in this Braves team.